Welcome to Treasure Valley Podcast. I am Chuck. Today's episode is brought to you by Lower Gentry Studios. Here at Lower Gentry Studios, we create thought-provoking content with integrity, and we enjoy every aspect because we are hedonists. You can go to www.lowergentrystudios.com to check out our most recent content, which includes this podcast, a web series entitled Canyon County, a feature film titled We Speak, and another feature film titled Brown Truck. Today, I am sitting down with Sunblood Stories, and we are going to debate the top albums of the decade. And that is why it is a special day. I don't know which way I should introduce everybody. I should probably go closest to farthest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I support this. John John Foost. Yes. Uh, drummer, keyboard player for Sunblood Stories. And then yes. Amber Pollard. Yeah. And she is uh, the slide guitar and vocalist. Yeah. And Ben Kirby plays guitar and sings as well for Sunblood Stories. Those are both true. We just finished recording uh, the first live music set in the studio. So everybody needs to tune in next week to the actual session yes. that we got from your new album. Yes. Yeah. Which is killer. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Haunt Yourself. And you guys did a really good job of, of picking a small selection of the songs to play here that still follows that same arc that thanks. you put into the, Thank you. the yeah. album. So yes, Haunt Yourself. Listen to it if you haven't. And but that vinyl is really slick too that you guys had printed. Yeah, they're all different. It's 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 super sweet because some some of them are like so that we've seen so far: hot pink, orange. I saw like a lavender one with like navy striations, and it yeah, they're all really cool. Yeah, that was yeah. that was sweet. So they used different plastic to press each yeah. each vinyl. Yeah, yeah. just leftover mm-hmm. wax from yeah. other people's. Recycled so, yeah. vinyl. It's fun. Yeah. It shows and people buy them and they open and we're like, hey, do you want to open that and show us what you got? Because yeah, like totally. everybody's is different. Like we've seen like blood red ones and like pink ones and all these different colors. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. people, you should just buy enough to decorate a wall in your house. Yeah. Probably, you need sure. 20 albums to put on your wall. We got 20 albums to sell to you. Yeah. And they'll all look different. <laughs> right. So if you buy one, send us a picture of it because we would love to see all the different ones. Yeah, that would there. be a good mosaic. Show yeah. me your mosaic wall of our <laughs> one album. <laughs> so I'm excited to have you all on today because we're going to talk about top albums of the decade. We've done top uh, films of the decade previously. Uh, and so it was fun to hear you all arguing um, <laughs> because I feel like you should have some sort of similarities in musical taste, but you like to nitpick with so. each other as far as a lot of well, a lot it, of the taste is concerned. It might be a little too similar, which is why we've been arguing. Like, who oh. gets what album? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, also, we just really like to argue. So that's oh. true. <laughs> cool. Well, or, we should we should ring the bell and get it going. You want to hit the twenty tens, twenty tens, twenty tens. These are the best albums of the twenty tens. Twenty tens, twenty tens, twenty tens. I love this. These Flawless. So this... I nominate that for one of the best albums. <laughs> okay, well, clearly that's number one, so we can move right on to number two. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I cut that down. There's a 45-minute version. <laughs> the extended EP. I'd love to hear that. Who would like to start? Oh, that's Ben. All right. Thank you. Yes. All right. So I don't know. Should I just lay it out or like? I I listed mine alphabetically because it's so hard to pick what is the best. All right. Well, I'm going to start at the bottom and work my way up to the top. But I'll be real. I have a list of like 16 or 17 albums here, and I'm just going to pick as I go. It's been crazy it's, in the last decade, and I feel like it's because of the fact that you have everybody has more access to more music with oh, totally. yeah, Spotify and stuff. I'm I'm mm-hmm. discovering things. All right. Well, I'm going to go with, uh, start with number five, um, Sex and Food by Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Oh, man. I don't know that album. It's so good. Like, so do you know Unknown Mortal Orchestra? No. Oh, man. So all of their albums, I think, have been within the last decade. And this is like the fourth one, maybe. And they're all excellent. Um, What's their vibe? uh, Like just i don't know it's it's one it's one guy from new zealand who now lives in portland and became a thing around like maybe 2014 or so um because because actually 
you put a song on MySpace, if you remember MySpace. Yes. Um, <laughs> that got picked up on music blocks and people were like, this is amazing. <laughs> and like, um, and so that was how he got his first album deal and he's just made like several albums since then. They've got progressively cooler and it's basically just him and I think his brother plays drums for the recordings. Uh, but otherwise it's just, just, it seems like a fairly weird dude who makes really really wonderful music in his basement and uh yeah this album is just i feel like it's the culmination of the previous like three or whatever albums um in terms of just i don't know everything flows just right like it's very beautiful it rocks in some strange ways and it's all sort of has like a almost like a lo-fi hip-hop vibe in the way that the drums are produced and um i don't know it's hard to describe other than that Nice, but, but that—that's one of the best albums that I've ever heard. Sweet. I hope a lot of people are tuning into this because I have a feeling that we're going to be hitting some music that maybe some people haven't heard before. Yeah, that one. That one, when I heard it, was like, "Wow, <laughs> I didn't know you could do this." Nice, Amber. Um, are you having a hard time picking number well, five? Well, so I have. I have an eclectic list of like, oh, okay, everyone's going to have have heard these albums and it makes sense that I would choose this album. Uh, and then I have like some little pocket albums that are just very special to me. So I guess maybe I'll start with one of those. That's a good idea. Um, Abstract Black from Tennessee put out an album this year, um, 2019, um, called In Circles with Self. And it is the most beautiful eclectic melodic noise album that you can just sit and drink coffee read a book make your breakfast it's just so chill and calm and it's just this, a lot of weird sounds and then all of a sudden there's a flute and maybe there's a saxophone that comes in out of nowhere and it's just this one dude who's just put together all of these very strange sounds, and uh, that's been one of my go-tos for riding the bus, walking to work, you know, making breakfast, drinking coffee, all the things that, yeah, it's it's really gorgeous, and it's very strange, and it's not for everyone. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, the first thing I think of is Bjork. Any parallels there? No. Not even oh, remotely okay. close. <laughs> 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 a lot of looping. A lot of mm. it, it is a looping project, from what I can discern from listening to the album. Never seen them live. I don't know anything about them. They just showed up, and it was like a new release Friday on Apple Music or something. And mm. I tend to just shuffle through that and be like, "Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I like that. I don't like that." And it just showed up, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna buy that." That's good. And yeah, I've been listening to it a lot and I don't know anything about this person and I I don't I don't know how long they've been operating, but this particular album In Circles with Self is just gorgeous and very strange. Right on. <laughs> At the same time. Sweet. Do you have something avant-garde for us, John? Ooh. Not that uh, you not, have to. Not especially. <laughs> I do like avant-garde, but this this so this uh, the last decade thing is a little bit tricky for me because I don't, I haven't really delved into a lot of music from this last decade. There has been certain things that I've really liked, but not that many. Not that there isn't it. I'm just lazy, and I'm still just trying to catch up on all this music because there's been so much music for the past many years. But the one, the first one I was gonna say is there is an album called Eskimo Snow by a band called Why. Uh, who whose t-shirt I am wearing right now. Mm. I didn't do Perfect. that on purpose. It just kind of worked out that way. But I chose that album because it came out right in 2009. So it's like their closest one in the decade. But it's like kind of hip-hop, kind of folk, kind of avant-garde, just like really interesting I don't I really have no idea how to explain it. This guy has really amazing words and he writes all these kind of hip hoppy songs on the piano, which is kind of makes for really strange arrangements and he hip -hop uses hip hop ragtime. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Sweet. well no. Oh. 
You got me excited for just, a second. You said was... ragtime, and I was like, oh, yeah, definitely. But no, it's not ragtime. But uh, he, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of just why. Like, yeah. Hmm. Like, there's there's nothing quite like it. I don't know how to explain it. Dang. Which oh. makes this for a less interesting podcast segment. <laughs> I don't know how to <laughs> explain it well. Did perform that at the Tree Fort? They have Was performed that? Tree Fort. Uh, when, they didn't perform they did the... that album specifically, but some songs off of it. But we saw the piano performance. Yeah, he did do a piano performance um, of a lot of songs from that album and various albums, but he performed them only on piano, which is kind of inter- interesting to hear a guy playing all these chords without drum beats and just kind of rapping over it. So, hmm. I don't know. So that's that was my first choice. I'm right on. a gigantic Y fan. That's three for three I haven't heard. Oh, there you go. <laughs> all right, you got some homework to do. You got yeah. some cool no, things to listen to. That's yeah. good. I like. I love new music. I was. Uh, I read this, or no, no, no. It was. I think it was on a podcast, or I read something about. No, I read an article about how at the, after the age of. 32 or something a majority of people quit listening to new music i, I read that same thing okay. and it really bummed me out i was like oh man so i, I, mean, I love too. all the music i've i already like but i, I read that I'm too and i was like that's else. really wild because when i hit 32 that's when i started exploring more well you're yeah. an anomaly oh, in a good way in a good way amber yeah, okay thanks. yeah all right <laughs> so, so you guys have definitely <laughs> heard of the one that i'm gonna alphabetical like i said bony bear b Boney Bear, 22 a million. You can't have um, that. That's yeah. on my list. No, I just took it because I loved that album and I don't care what people said about the fact that he was doing a lot of heavy processing and using the, the, the vocal uh, uh, auto-tune. Those are good it was, things it was if amazing. you do it right. 22 a million was a really wonderful album. Yeah. I would like to say if we were doing a uh, top first song off of an album list, like yeah, the first song on an album, Perth is the most beautiful oh, way yeah, to start yeah. the any Bonavera album. Just mm. very straightforward, yeah. gorgeous first song, and normally yeah. that's not where they put. You know, normally the first song is not like a in your face, like, "Hey, look how beautiful this is." You know, there's a growth mm. in the album. Perth is so strong, and it really made that whole album for me. Yeah, that was solid, super solid. Do you have another one for us, Ben? Well, let's see. <laughs> got a pick? Yeah, I got a pick from this random assortment of albums that I got here. Um, let's see. I'm going to do... <laughs> well, now. I just off where I... All right. I'm going to do Black Star Ooh, by David uh, Bowie. Nice. Oh, okay. There we go. I adore that album. And like, it's one of those things where it's you know it's it's a fairly terrible thing to say but it also is fairly true is that like you know when older artists were like yeah i got like a comeback album or like i'm gonna put an album out when i'm like 70 like a lot of the time it's not great like rolling stones yeah like i don't i don't don't need that like Mm. i could listen to your really good stuff and it'll be fine like you can just chill but like when that album came out it really just blew my mind and the way that it was presented, like that first, like the Black Star single with that video, and it's just like, this is some like next level shit. Like this is crazy, and like beautiful. And then the next song came out, the Lazarus one, mm. with that great that video, was a video and just yeah. so mm-hmm. good. And then like the full album came out, and then he died like two days later. Oh yeah, that's right. And it was just like, I, I, I don't know, like. It's it's strange. If, if Songwriting it, is like a thing that doesn't necessarily go away with age. Yeah. If somebody's a really solid songwriter, they have that trajectory in music creation to where it lasts a very long time. Yeah, and and, he's, and you know, honestly, I'm I'm not sure that all the David Bowie is great. David Bowie, but like, it just so happened that this last album is among like his best albums, mm-hmm. and like the well, band it like he really wanted to make a jazz album and yeah. this is his jazz album yeah right? so he like found some weird cool jazz group from like new york or something yeah and hired them to be his backing band and just made this bizarre but incredibly beautiful album and like sounded like nothing that he'd ever done before and it was so cool to have someone have like their final you know magnum opus album be just fantastic and not like kind of boring or like 
mm-hmm. rehashing of things you've already heard before. Like it was nothing that I've ever heard before from anyone else, let alone him. And like, I don't know, just everything about it was like, man, that, on top of everything else that you are being David Bowie, like the end, the very last thing you did, like, well, pretty much killed that. Yeah. <laughs> Exit stage right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Beat that, guys. <laughs> yeah. What you got, Amber? Well, so if we're going on this theme of comeback albums, which I don't I don't really know if <laughs> if my baby was ever gone, but Prince's Artificial Age. Oh, yeah. That came out. Mm, um, that's a good one. Was that 25? 15, I'm gonna say it was like 14 or 15. Uh, anyway, you go with 15. Uh, that was that moment where like you're like, oh yes, Prince is back. Mm-hmm. He has done it. <laughs> like he is back and he is here for us. And look at all this content he has put out for us. Like that was a beautiful album and it was really strong. Mm-hmm. And it was like real Prince. How so, mm-hmm. soon after did he die on that one? Oh, a couple of years. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe it wasn't two, like two days. Two two years later. It wasn't mm-hmm. as dramatic. Uh, I think I think Artificial Age might have come out in 2015, and then it was 20, maybe it was 2016. It was 2016. It was the same year as David Bowie. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was April. April. Oh, yeah, it was well, April because I, mean, I remember the... We had the Prince listening party. There was crying. Well, because mm-hmm. there's the Prince song, like, it snows in April or yes. something yeah. like that. There was yeah. and, and there was that video of D'Angelo singing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing piano. Yeah. Oh, D'Angelo. Yeah. Right. Prince has been a big part of my life since before I was born. And that was a really good album. Yeah. Like a really, really good album. Really good. <laughs> didn't and Prince is one of those artists Prince. that like has recorded a whole bunch of stuff. And like and a it's lot of not it all it's not all amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But like that album is like hella focused and beautiful yeah and like and gives the, you those feelings of like 80s prince like oh my god this is sexy and yes, super cool yes. and like damn and the four albums that have come out since he's died are also really amazing just really like him sitting alone in his home studio oh, which yeah. you would want to think is just like what all of us do but it's not because he had like a million dollar home studio yeah i was gonna say had a mansion like <laughs> complex and like, so they're all like perfectly mixed studio. and beautifully mastered <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we're gonna get like his, a dozen more in the yeah, next few years. Yeah, all of his yeah, demos that's true. and stuff Probably that have come like out. Ten thousand songs. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a, John? Do you have somebody that's no longer with us that you picked their <sighs> album? Is that? I no. think that's the theme. No, they, all mine are alive. They, they just did that. They didn't tell me that was gonna happen. <laughs> I, I wasn't ready for that. I was just riffing <laughs> off a of bin. Yeah. <laughs> no, the one that I was gonna say next. I think I'm stealing from probably one or both of them but I don't care. Um, somebody who's just coming up right now, Lizzo. Mm. Uh, her, she ain't just coming up. She up. She, okay. She <laughs> has charted the top, top of the charts. Fart of the tops. <laughs> she has topped the charts very recently. High like, altitude. She has really come in up just topic. in the, na- the last couple months. Mm-hmm. She's been around for a long time, but just lately she's really come up. Yeah, so she's you killing can't it. argue that. She's killing it. Um, the album Coconut Oil mm. is just yeah. fabulous. <laughs> I the first time I heard the song Good as Hell, it was the first time I listened to a song on repeat. Like I, I mean I, I literally listened to it five, six, seven times in a row. Just in the shower, just singing it over and over <laughs> and over and over. And they have some silly video of me actually singing it really <laughs> yeah, just really silly. Yeah, not, well, not in the shower, but it's not yeah. that boy. But it's one of those songs where it just makes you feel so yeah. good when you hear it. You're like, I just feel this good forever. Oh, yeah. yeah, I have a, so I have a lot of good, good memories of dancing to Lizzo songs. Yeah, Lizzo is just amazing. Like, and that album has so many great, great yeah. songs yeah, on it. it that, like, and she rips that flute. Yeah, just everything about that like i don't know how she does it and she's finally getting the recognition recognition she deserves you give me too many of these beers i apologize but she's killing it right now i, I can't say that okay <laughs> i didn't i didn't say that that didn't happen but it wasn't too many it was just the right amount <laughs> okay perfect there we go Alphabetically, my next person is Kendrick Lamar. Which oh, we decided okay. my alphabetical. Okay. first. I got my name. Okay. I, I said alphabetical. Oh, so, to pimp a butterfly, that's my favorite yeah. of 
his albums, yeah. personally. I mean, it's debatable. I mean, we can have a whole Well, you can podcast. have your favorite. Your favorite is not debatable. You can have, it's, it's your own. It's oh, that's debatable. True. It's yeah. debatable. If we you're can have a whole podcast music. on this. I think it's hard. I think there's a very solid argument for that being the best album of the last decade. I like the cohesion of it from front to back. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, my favorite it, part of it. Like, I like Damn a lot. He does the same thing, I guess. I don't know. I like the story. I like the story. I like the through line mm-hmm. yeah. on that one. To Pimper Butterflies, like watching an entire movie. Exactly. And it's just, like, completely engrossing. Yeah. I absolutely well, adore that mm-hmm. album. Guess I'll check that off my list. I won't say that. Boom. <laughs> what you got next, Ben? <laughs> all right. Next, let's do... Um... You may as well just do all of the Kendrick right now because if we just keep going back to Kendrick, <laughs> it's going to be silly. So just let's just get Kendrick out of the way. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna let you two have the other two. No, albums. you can have Dam. Go ahead. No, I'm good. Actually, I want to say Saint Vincent, the Saint Vincent album. Yeah, her self-titled one. You're right. That's a great. One. <sighs> I fucking I adore that album. Like starts off with like the rattlesnake one, like like. It's it's interesting. This is something we were talking about before. Is like, you know, it. I think the last decade has definitely been one of those, or has definitely made it clear that like, guitar, rock and roll, and guitar music is definitely not really the top of music anymore. Which is cool. I'm totally fine with that. I feel like there were maybe too many guitars before, mm. but like, it's it's definitely the case that like, a guitar rock band is not necessarily the person or the group or the sound that's going to be dominating everything um and and i think it's really cool the way that saint vincent has taken so many things that i love about guitar and transferred them into music that in a lot of ways has the things that i love from like electronica and like sometimes dance music Mm -hmm. and a lot of other really great musics and like just having sweet riffs and you know beautiful guitar lines on top of weird synths and then very beautiful piano songs it's just lovely and that album in particular i liked what she's done before then or before then and since then but that album i feel like was just like everything came into focus perfectly mm-hmm. like the opening track is amazing and there's like the weird stuff with all the horn arrangements that's like the soft beautiful songs like prince johnny and like i prefer your love and like those are the kind of songs that i'm like you know they'll just be like playing in my earbuds and i'll just be like i prefer your love like in a public space like everyone else is like what is he doing and i'm just like i'm having a moment with saint vincent <laughs> <laughs> you know like that album is one of those ones that anytime i hear it i'm like i will just take a i'll take a few minutes and just really 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 enjoy this <laughs> right on yeah amber well, to continue to riff off of what you're talking about, uh, D'Angelo and the Vanguard put out oh, Black yeah. Messiah. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Messiah is one of the most beautiful albums I have ever heard, ever. We have a little special special moment with that album. There's a song on there called Really Love. And uh, when Ben and I got married, We asked our friend Nathan Norton in Lounge on Fire and our friend Dale Hiscock in Endless Atlas to, um, oh, oh, what's it called? Officiate. Officiate the wedding. We said, I don't want, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want, I don't want to plan anything. Y'all just figure it out. We're going to get married Mm -hmm. and y'all do it. So it was, the wedding was a surprise to us (laughs) and, um, uh, Nathan pulled out his guitar and did an acoustic version of Really Love for oh. our song. And it was really beautiful and very perfect. And it, apparently he remembered six months earlier, we were playing poker at like four o'clock in the morning. And he was like, I, apparently I said, if Ben and I ever get married, this is going to be our song. Yeah, I didn't remember and saying that. I, I don't remember that at all, but he remembered it, and so nice. he played it for us. And yeah, that that album is really beautiful, and it was perfectly timed, and it was um, it was a surprise. Nobody knew that he was working on new music. There was no conversation about it, and as yeah, I recall, it was he real late for like December. Like a decade before that. Yeah, um, it was real late December at the end of the year, and he just secretly dropped this album that ended up being the best album that came out that year and I'm yeah unbelievable I feel like good. that was 2015 2014 
Sounds about right. Twenty fourteen, somewhere in there. Yeah, and it was just, just a just this beautiful secret drop of like this very <laughs> um, politically appropriate, beautiful, gorgeous piece that could not be reckoned with. Nobody could match it. It was beautiful. Yeah. Check it out. You a good story. I need to. You haven't heard it yet? No. You should oh, listen man. to it. Yeah. Like It'll change your life. It will it will melt growing. your heart. It's beautiful. It's really good. Right on. Yeah, and a good story to go behind it. Top that one, John. <laughs> <laughs> if um, you can. I don't think I can. Okay. But you should try. I mean well, I mean shower have, song was you know, pretty I good. Have, that I was have, that was a good story. Well, this is another album that I listened to in the shower over and over and over and over and over again, but a little different direction um a band called haim that i don't know if you've I, listened no, to haim i don't know haim um surprisingly they went on tour with taylor swift oh but they had this album called days gone by no days are gone son of a gun jesus john damn it <laughs> but it's like uh, fleetwood mac harmonies it's three it's three sisters and okay. that's, that's the entire band they um they play everything all of them play a couple things um amazing songwriting kind of like Fleetwood Mac like imagine rumors all that quality of mm -hmm. just hit songs like each song is just classic and but more of like later 80s drum machine drum beats nice and just all sorts of cool and three-part harmonies yeah all, all that's nice yeah I don't really know what else to say about it. They kind of had a great story to go with it, but I just uh, I saw them on SNL a couple of years ago. I think this album came back came out in like 2013, so mm -hmm. maybe like several years ago. But I heard it and I just immediately looked it up and just fell in love. Just listened to it over and over and over and over. And over. In the shower. In the shower, specifically in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> They have nice. so many. Clean, John is very yeah. clean. <laughs> it's He's funny that you say drum, that. Drummer. It's funny that you say that. <laughs> not very true. It's the water's off. True. <laughs> it's purely for acute acoustics. <laughs> I only shower when I listen to music, and I don't always listen to music. <laughs> what you got? My my list is heavy on the back end of the alphabet. So, uh, Starfucker, Ooh. being no one, going nowhere. Hey, you can't say fuck. I know, I did. Well, there's no U there. Yeah, yeah. And there's no C and there's no E. So star fucker. But they played it. I couldn't get in to see them at Treefort when they were here a couple years ago. They're my favorite synthy band right now. I've been obsessed with them for like three years. And since before they came to Treefort, and I was super bummed I couldn't get into the Chorus Shrine when they came. Yeah, it was wicked. Got to get there like two hours before. <laughs> yeah, every single year. Yeah, that place always has a huge line. Yeah, Ben, what you got? What are we at? Number two? Uh, yeah, two. All right, for me. Wait, I'm... No, you're at four. Wait, no, I'm going. I'm going from bottom to top. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> two or four? Jeez, Amber. Right. My bad. Let's make it. Let's make it for some wild juxtaposition here. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with Channel Orange by Frank Ocean. Ooh. First of all, first of all, we talked about this. First so of all, we, how dare you? All the, all the, all the. Let me just mark that off my list. All the real media quick. outlets pick blonde, but I am a hundred percent on board with Channel Orange because I feel yes. like that is well. Oh, I it's so blonde. Good. I just I didn't get it. Well, like it didn't I, click with me the same way. I have a very horrible confession: is that I've not actually listened to Blonde. Oh, okay. Like I heard like <laughs> one song, and I, and I'm. I'm I actually am probably going to go listen to it because it's probably amazing. Well, so I just Blonde never... is really good, but Orange is the shit. Yeah, yeah. Channel, Channel Orange is the one that I was like, oh, I could listen to this album forever. And I and like, I have. Yeah. And Blonde, I've listened to it all the way through. Like I did it. It was my I was it was my job. Mm -hmm. I got through it, and it didn't it didn't come back to me again. Maybe yeah. if I listen to it, I'm I'm, I'm gonna check it out because it might it might be. It's but good. Channel Orange, oh man, yeah. there's just everything all the way working from... at the pyramid. Working at the pyramid, specifically the first song, like oh, "Think About You," like, man, that's so. I don't know. It's it, it's like one of those albums that's so good that you forget you're listening to music. You just sort of get sucked into you're just mm, in this all world the feelings now. and all the stories. Yeah. yeah, and you're just like, I'm just, I'm just there, and you're like, actually, I was just listening to an album. 
little speakers in my ears. Yeah. But actually not really. I was completely immersed does, in my He does guy. a good job of working that like hip hop mix between his vocalization to where he's singing the notes, but you are clearly hearing everything that he's singing. Oh, and yeah. so he is telling that story all the way through. It's just, it, yeah, it's just one of, one of those perfect albums. And like every song is just like, how did you do that? Yeah. yeah yeah and it um, i just i just adore that album very very much Me and too. plus it's got it's got a verse by andre 3000 so you know i'm always into that <laughs> and it's in a wonderful verse so on to amber do you have another amazing story to share with us i do and <laughs> life-changing it's musical it, story it's actually going to take up two albums okay so i'm gonna do two in one right now that's fine you're gonna connect them awesome it's gonna work do it so <laughs> It all so started Dam- when <laughs> it all started when Dam came out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kendrick Lamar got that Pulitzer Prize. Yes. And then we went to, to we went to uh, Portland as a band. Mm-hmm. The band paid for us to go watch Pulitzer Kenny pull this off in real life. So we drive over to Portland. We're watching the show, and SZA comes out. I never seen SZA before. I never heard of her before. She blew my mind. Hmm. And so then I came home and I listened to Control and it changed everything. So there's a two-parter because Mm -hmm. Damn is so influential that we had to drive seven hours to go see it happen, but then Control took everything. And I left, we all can agree, Control is a fabulous album and Mm. SZA is the shit. Yeah. Yes, I like I like to like listen to that album while I'm lifting weights, which is a weird combination of just like beautiful sad girl hip hop songs, and I'm just like, yes, pump iron to this. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all, but I That's love it. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird. So that sounds weird. So that's my two and one. That's, <laughs> that's my two and one. Picture, man, lifting <laughs> you should definitely check out I, Control. Okay. There are some melodic, like her vocal melodies are so strange mm-hmm. yeah. and different and you got to listen to it like four or five times and practice with her to get it down like you can't sing along with those songs what i is love she when doing? you can't sing along with yes. a song yeah you can't it's That's just awesome. like how you does, have to figure that how out one person, you got to listen to it a couple of times yeah. before you can figure out like why she's, she's jumping from here to here and yeah. like why the That's melody's awesome. changing like this yes and it's strong she's That's super slick and it was it was real cool too because they had like um uh uh like a athlete um, theme going on for the whole show. So it was like mm-hmm. a TD show and they had a bunch of rappers and a, and then SZA came out and she was a boxer and they had like a boxing ring out mm-hmm. there and she had like a full boxing get up with like the, you know, the, the robe, robe and the huge, yeah. mm-hmm. the huge boxing gloves and she's like boxing around in this and singing, with, <laughs> like trying to fit the mic in the gloves. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. It and was that was hilarious. the opener. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. she was one. She of the was openers. like, oh, okay. She was last. It was. Oh, okay. It was almost like a yeah. variety show. Like it, it everyone really was. was on damn top was down like, stuff. That's the, it was yeah, like top J Rock entertainment. So and, there were like six rappers, yeah. and they all yeah. did like fifteen minute sets. And then SZA came out and did like a thirty minute set, and then Kendra came out and did like a one and a half hour God, set. It was so and good. but then they it would come wild. back for like their verses on his other songs. So oh wow, through his whole performance, they'd come back and do a verse and leave. Like it was, it was, a, really it was like a perfectly a stage managed show. There was like, a beautiful moment. Yeah. He came out and he was, it was like a fire background on like a screen and he was on this uh, platform and then the screen went white and then in his handwriting it said Pulitzer Kenny right across behind him and he was like, y'all see that? Because <laughs> I just want to pull a surprise. <laughs> yeah, he won a Pulitzer Prize dope. for the lyrics on Damn. Just like, wow. And the whole, everybody just went wild and it was just, I, I started crying. <laughs> I started crying because he won a Pulitzer Prize because I don't know if you know, but he's like one of three black people to ever win a Pulitzer Prize. He's oh, the wow. only rapper. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe yeah. one of five musicians to ever win a Pulitzer Prize. It's it was a I mean like that's an yeah. honor. That's yeah. a it makes sense a, too. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. I mean it's more that his albums are more than just music. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's my two and one. I just right took, on. I just took SZA and I took Kenny. Do you want to do? Yeah. Do you well, want to do two and one? Well, these two are slightly correlated. I, I got suppose. a double album. Okay. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> well, so the last two I was gonna do are uh, another Kendrick album I, since they took. Well, we've also Damn got. You still you got took, number one because 
I got to do number one. You got to give it back to you. Yeah, the last two. Okay, okay. I'm just saying. Just saying. And I haven't been. I want to clarify. I have not been going in the same order as Ben. Mine are in no order in particular. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Mm. Random. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like I'm choosing favorites. Non-numerical. Beyond these five favorites, yeah. So I was gonna do Kendrick also, um, which is, seems a little less exciting since she just talked about him for a while, and you already did pin, to Pimper Butterfly. Yeah. I'm sorry. But Good Kid, Mad City mm. is yeah. one of my favorite albums that has yeah. ever existed or will ever exist. I assume. Well, no, yes, I I can commit to that. Yes, yeah. I commit to that. Good Kid, Mad City <laughs> might be my no, favorite. I mean, even if other better albums come out, which I doubt, it. it's gonna. Yeah, it's always going to be there. It's mm. Just amazing. Yeah, it it really. The is. first time I heard Kendrick, um, one of my coworkers just randomly put on some playlist, and the song "Swimming Pools" came on, mm. which uh, I, I was just like making sandwiches. After that. That's what I do. I was just making sandwiches <laughs> at the time, and and that song came on. And I was like, hold up, drink, sit down, drink. And I was mm. just. Just, right, what I was, is I was this? like, "What is this?" Yes, and ever and I listened to it probably a hundred, two hundred times since then, like forever. Um, but the next album, also, which is in some way correlated, only because Kendrick does a verse on this album, is Lemonade. Mm. Beyonce, mm-hmm. I'm stealing it from both of them. We listen to this album on tour regularly. Um. That one when, tour, we listened to it pro- on average three times a day. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot, a lot. Like a like lot, all the way through a lot. the whole, mm. not just a song, the whole album. Yeah. That's no. Awesome. Oh, we always listen to the whole album. Like, yeah. That's we never awesome. just we never it just drives listen me to crazy one of the songs. when people don't listen. Except to for that one James Blake song, we skip that one sometimes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, unless they've heard it a few times, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> But now we listen to it, and all of us just sing every freaking word That's the awesome. entire time. And oh my god! My and fa- do the choreography from the music video. Yeah, well, Amber That's does that. Fault. I'm not. I can't quite do that. But sometimes we watch the DVD also because it was released with a DVD, and oh. we keep that. Well, we used to Dang, keep it. In they the don't band. do that anymore. Those are sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. Beck information. Yeah, came with amazing. I, I, all the videos. My personal favorite song on that album is uh, "All Night Long." Mm. It's one of the later songs, and she just does the coolest melody for like the chorus. And I would try to sing it. I try to sing it generally, but I won't do it right now. Yeah, because I will (laughs) miss the note. Because it starts like low, and then it jumps super high, and it's just so freaking pretty. I don't know. And then there's like, yeah, a million other good songs in there. Yeah. Not true. There's like 10. You know, there's (laughs) there's not a million songs in that album. But. Yeah, that's what I got. All or most of them. Yeah, all of them. Right on. My I got a T and a Y. Tame and Paula Currents. Do you like Tame and Paula? I love Tame and Paula. I love that uh, album. One of the song where it's the record. It feels like the record skipping. That was just amazing to me. When the re- and, it, mm-hmm. and then he he goes right into the riff. And then Yola Tango Fade. Yeah. Ooh. I I uh, was lucky enough. My brother brought me to a Yola Tango concert uh, here at the Knitting Factory. I hadn't heard a single song of theirs. Oh, man. And I showed up to a concert, and I've never been so enamored with a musical group. Yeah, no, they're wicked good. Yeah, they did an acoustic set, and then they came in after an intermission and did a hardcore electrical set, and it just blew my mind. And so from that point forward, I was like, all their music, just give it to me. Yeah. That's a cool band to just walk into with, like, no idea Mm -hmm. of what's going to happen. Yeah. Because it's... they well, feel it out like yeah. they have such a yeah. good vibe with each other and then the crowd and it was it was super solid but yeah fade it's it's one of my favorite albums of theirs yeah and they were in they have just that one song it. from like the early 2000s uh night falls over hoboken which is just like a 15 minute diola tenga noise jam <laughs> but it's just like the most gentle noise jam ever. <laughs> so it's like 15 minutes of just like gentle shakers and like guitars just until it builds this like storm sound they do all sorts of crazy stuff one of their songs on fade i can't remember which one the the title i'm so bad with music titles of songs but it's just a g chord the whole time (laughs) and then they sing harmonies the whole thing and all it is is just they ebb and flow the volume Mm -hmm. and that's the difference between the verse and the chorus yeah and they do it so well g G strum like i'm just like how you can how is that the g Do you want to end it out here, Ben? All right, let's Last, see. And then we can figure out what's the, whoa, the top. Whoa, whoa. 
ending? Big no. Oh, no, no. I'm just starting the ending round. Well, yes. Oh, shit. Okay. Don't, worry, don't, worry, no, don't, worry, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I don't have any more. I just had a fainting chair. I was like, oh, Ben cannot close this out. No, I think, <laughs> so for me, I don't know if I could say this is the best album of the decade, but the one for me that really just, I think, boggled my mind the most was uh, Malibu by Anderson Pock. Ooh. Mm. Good call. Anderson Pock is, yeah. That really, I, I think I first really discovered Anderson Pock when... Um, I saw him in that Tiny Desk concert thing. Tell the truth. And like, tell the truth. Oh no, you tried to show me in the van once, and I didn't. And 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 you weren't paying attention. Hey, if you want to talk about it, I tried to show you Kendrick, and you were not paying attention. (laughs) So we could talk about this. This is a point of contention between them. But um, (laughs) but I mean that Tiny Desk concert. Have you ever seen that? Yes, I have. And he's drumming and rapping and singing all at the same time. Listen to the album. Listen to the I album. Like I didn't yeah. realize that he was doing that. No, because at it, the same time, this like, drumming is complicated, and to be so singing like, at the same time is as like a drummer. Bathroom. I can tell the you melodic that. singing <laughs> aspects and the words and the stories he's telling are just fantastic. Like that alone is like some of the most unbelievable shit I've ever heard. That on top of being one of the best drummers I've ever heard and doing it at the same time, <laughs> yeah. is just like I still watch that just like with a, just like a puzzled like. Like how is how is all of this happening? And it's like it'd be like if Steve Ray Vaughan were singing a melody over the top of one of his solos. Like oh, almost, it's totally. just there's just too many things, and and and, and, and like that album in particular, because I also like his other albums. Like we'd listen to Venice a lot, which is like the kind of like harder electronic one before that. But man, Malibu is just like the chill beautiful rock band album Uh, and it's just it's just hard to overstate how much i love that album like every song every part of every song i know every song and it's just like if i ever hear it it just sort of pulls me away from whatever i'm doing into like i just in the place where i'm listening to this album like that's what i'm doing Uh yeah Yeah. i adore it right on after you That's that's a good one I'm going to do a quick rundown really quick. Okay, go. Really quick. It's going to be so fast because there's if we have, no way. Oh, yeah. If we have no honorable way. mentions, I have right. like five others. There's no I way. Mention. So I'm going to go through my honorable mentions really quick. Drool by Numdi is amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tyler, the creator, just came out with Igor Ooh, in Igor. 2019. Igor. And Igor is fucking phenomenal. Uh, Nipsey Hussle, he has that beautiful Victory Lap album, which is last album before he was killed. It's really fucking gorgeous. The soundtrack to the Us movie is one of the things that I listen to on a regular basis. But do you know who Lakeith Stanfield is? Mm-hmm. He was you in the. Him. You would know. I maybe it depends the, on the how music. much movie and TV you watch. He's actually yeah. more famous for acting. So he's oh. the. Uh, he's in. Um, Atlanta. The he's in Atlanta. He's in the remake of uh, Death Note. The he's live, in Get Out. Live oh, okay. action. He's he is in Get Out. Um, sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you. He's the main character in that. Anyway, he has a project um, called Moors, M-O-O-R-S. They have an EP that they put out a couple of, like a year ago. Um, and it is just reckoning, destroy you, spoken word, gorgeous. Right on. And it will change your life. If you listen to it, but it's real short. It's about twenty minutes, <laughs> but uh, it counts for forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of debated like, can I even put this on like because it's an EP and it's mm-hmm. so it's so short and mm-hmm. one you know it's four songs and the fifth song is a remix of the first song and like it doesn't mm-hmm. even count as a full, but it's it's powerful and it is life changing. But also Princess Nokia put out in nineteen ninety two and that's also mm. a really good album. Oh, I adore that good album. One. Good call. Particularly uh, the mixtape before she released the official album. Right. The yes, mixtape's where it's at. Yeah, that's the one. And uh uh we got it from here, Thank You for Your Service by a Tribe Called Quest. Mm. That that come that comeback album was uh legit. Yeah, particularly and, the song with they remix Benny and the Jets. And I forgot to mention Goat, but Goat's really cool. Uh, World music is really amazing. And if you're interested in like some kind of uh, folklore, like European folklore, 
Uh, it's really Completely wild. Completely made up folklore. Yeah. <laughs> it's very wild. And they have a, a an air of essence that's just this like mystery that shrouds them from their village. And they have this whole thing. Uh, I don't know. It's one of those things that seems. I don't even seems, how to explain it. At, at this point, a couple years, a couple years past it, the goat albums definitely seem kind of cheesy. Yo. To me. Yo. But also, Yo. They, were, they were very, very good. Like, no, they are, they very, are very, good. very good. But no, also, they were kind of cheesy. Nah. Like wearing the masks and shit. And like, nah. <laughs> okay. But I'm they just, were excellent. They were I'm excellent. Gonna just... <laughs> they are excellent. But when these microphones are off, we're going to have a conversation. Me throwing fists. Into it. Uh... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm really surprised that you all have such a heavy hip hop influence in your music. I wouldn't have guessed it. At least for like newest music, I feel like that's a lot of the coolest stuff happening right now. The most oh yeah powerful. Pretty much all I have ever listened. to. Yeah, well, that's Amber. I mean, I for at least for me for like the 2000s and such. Mm -hmm. That's the music that is. Yeah. Well, John has John also has a deep and abiding love for Tupac. Yeah, I've always loved Tupac. Well, not mm. always, but for as, as soon as I heard him. It is really strange because all of the music that we love and that we spend time with is not anything remotely close to what we put out mm. when we're together and we're writing. Like, that's never, you know, we're, we're never like, oh, you know what? I love this about Kendrick. Let's mm. let's try to recreate. Like, it just never happens. And, and like... Yeah, and we don't generally try to recreate music that sounds like what we're doing. And I don't search for music that sounds like what, like sounds like what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, we generally make like pretty heavy stuff, but but we don't. That's not even close to what we we, like. Yeah, we don't generally listen to that. I I like some heavy stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I love Bob Dylan. That's 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 (laughs) my my go-to. I love Wolf Serpent. I would listen to Wolf Serpent. I love Earth. Pretty, pretty. Earth is one of my favorite bands. I like a lot of like really heavy. There's um, there's a really cool band uh, in uh, right outside of Seattle, um, and it's just rah rah rah, super heavy. Screamo. Are you trying uh, to remind us of what you're thinking of, or you're just, you're just no? I'm just oh. I'm just not trying to. Oh okay, sorry. I was just confused. Oh, I'm sorry. Does anyone have any other albums that they need to add on the list before? I got a couple you, I could mention. Did you, would you like to? Yeah. So like, I think um, the Earth album that came out this last year, which I feel bad about because now I can't remember the name of, um, mm. but it was super super good. And like we saw them with the Neurolux, and it was like mm-hmm. just a distillation of so many of the things that I love about guitar music, and it's just oh, it was perfect. And like. So I feel like some of the previous Earth albums, which I also love, have based been been based more around like, you know, big open arrangements and like minimal jamming and just sort of the spacious spacious feel of it. I feel like this album was um, almost more condensed. Like the riffs were more concise and like there was less background and there was less noise in the background. It was more like just like these are the excellent super cool riffs Mm -hmm. that we wrote and like these are the very straightforward drums and just like I don't know there was nothing to hide behind and it was just like unbelievable to see them play it and I was like I fucking love this so much Lowe's newest album oh yeah Lowe's that's on here yeah double negative Mount Mount Erie's album about his wife yeah that's oh boy I don't even have the heart to talk about that album it's destroying yeah, I so, didn't even make it through the whole thing because I was hysterically crying the entire time. Yeah, so there's a band called Low, if you guys know them. Um, and we just played with them at the last Tree Fort. And they put out this album this year, or last year, I think, mm-hmm. called uh, Double Negative, mm. which I... Oh, you guys played that, you played that the same set. Mm-hmm. last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, were yeah. amazing. Yeah. They were yeah. incredible. It, yeah. No, it was unbelievable. Like, I've never heard anything like that album. Like I, I like low and they've have this sort of like slow core quiet, you know, with beautiful harmonies kind of thing mm-hmm. that they've been doing for a long time. And like gradually like, you know, putting out 
they're one of those cool bands that's not like they put out a really cool album and they made a bunch of shitty albums that no one cares about. Like they put out a cool album in the '90s and like then a cool in like the early 2000s, and then every couple of years they just put out something like, "Wow, you guys really leveled up," and they just continue leveling up mm-hmm. for like 20 years. And this album that they just put out is like this slow core low thing that they've been doing a long time, but through the filter of like a really amazing like harsh noise electronica thing Hmm. and it is just unbelievable to listen to and kind of like soul destroying and it is just so good i love that album double negative right on so those those are the main ones nice everybody's got homework now Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) listen to all those bands that we covered i mean hopefully everybody's heard i think we can all agree kendrick lamar has probably been the artist of the decade Pulitzer Prize. Uh, I think it would be hard to top that. Yeah, yeah. Any of it, I, that's my vote. Any of his, any of his albums. But y'all got some homework to take care of. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Y'all ready to end yeah. on the word of the day? Oh yeah, what's the word of the day? Well, you'll find out here in a second. Okay. Word of the day. Word of the day. Word of the day. Word of the day. We've got the word of the day. What will we say? The word of the day. You will learn something today. And here it comes, the word of the day. Pernicious. Word of the day. Word of the day. Word of the day. That was the word of the day. What did we say? I'm not going to repeat it. That's why every Tuesday we tune in to hear the word of the day. All righty. Well, thank you all for coming on. <laughs> Thank Hopefully you so much. Everybody learned something today, either albums that they need to listen to or a uh, word. Word that they don't know. Like yes. <laughs> You're not uh, supposed to repeat it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. Uh, this episode has been brought to you by Lower Gentry Studios. Be sure to visit www.lowergentrystudios.com if you want to check our uh, back episodes of this podcast. Come back next week to hear Sunblood Story's awesome set that they just performed for us. It's going to be great, guys. Hell Thanks yeah. so much. Woo-hoo. Thanks. Thank Bye. you. <laughs> I don't know why I keep snapping. Sweet. Oh. Delicious. Delicious. Where's the definition?